Uh, Doug and I are going to go see Rocky Four in theaters for the, what is it, like the 40th anniversary or whatever? Uh, yeah. Uh, Stallone has re-edited the film. It's 40 minutes longer. And it has a new title now. It's now called Rocky Four, Rocky versus Drago. I don't know why that's necessary to put the title, but hmm. I can't wait. I'm hoping the 40 minutes is just 40 more minutes. Yeah. I hope it's just 40 more minutes of like, boy, this montage is long. <laughs> I hope it's all the stuff they cut out, like him waiting in line at the airport. He's going through like a random screening. <laughs> They're doing a cavity search. This is 40 extra minutes of Apollo's trainer. You get to know him and hang out with him. <laughs> He's really going for it in that scene. Um, Good for him. Yeah. I love Rocky Four. I can't wait to see. There's like a whole like storyline that cut out. I mean, they do it in like one. They do it in like a one. Welcome to Rocky Forecast. Hey, everybody. Um, they do it in like a with a newspaper headline. But you really got to read it to pay attention that like um the the boxing commission doesn't want Rocky to take that fight and he has to vacate his heavyweight title to go have that exhibition match um, because they won't sanction it at all. Um, so Rocky gives up his, his championship belt to go have that match, that, that uh, revenge match against Drago. Um, so I, I'm wondering if some of that will be in the film. I'm really excited about it. What if it's 40 extra minutes of the robot? Oh, and Polly fucks the robot. <laughs> it's just 40 minutes of a love scene, and we're like, oh my god. Stallone's like, look, I thought it was important to put it back in. Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, but I think about that all the time. She loves me. <laughs> he was definitely fucking that robot. Of course. It had like a round hand to hold beer cans. He definitely put his penis in there. Definitely. Oh, maybe it rips it off. Oh, maybe the robot's evil. All right, we'll we'll let you guys know. It's November 11th. It's like six weeks away. <laughs> I'm just getting hyped up about it. <clears throat> hey, everybody! Welcome to TCR. <laughs> <laughs> The Carpenter Rants. <laughs> Three nobodies discussing the masterworks of horror cinema. Where those nobodies? I'm Caleb. I'm dead. I'm Kendall. Uh, this week we're talking about Rocky Four all month long. Every episode. <laughs> every episode is Rocky Four this month. Surprise. Um, yeah. No, it is the holiday season. Happy October. Yes, that's right. It is the birth of, uh, of our Lord and Savior, Satan. Yeah, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Satan's like, I hate the fall. I like it hot. I'm a summer man. Have you ever heard of hell? It's warm. I'm a winter man, believe it or not. Snowman <laughs> yeah. and shit. Love it. 
<laughs> leaves fall in my yard too. I hate cleaning them up. Um, everything that's hard for you is hard for me also. And I, it's really hard. I have little hooves. It's hard to walk around. Those try leaves rake with, burn right up. He's just complaining for no reason. Try to rake with a pitchfork. It is not easy. It's not shaped right. Um, no, it is, of course, our favorite time of year. Speaking for all of us. Um, <laughs> it's your favorite. <laughs> um, it is October. Uh, spooky season is in uh, full swing. And uh, as you know, we are celebrating all month long with a very special limited series. <laughs> um, all about, uh, you know, some of our favorite uh, monsters. We're talking werewolves, lycanthropes, um, and it's a little series we're calling Rain at the Moon. Rain at the Moon. Um folks uh we're talking about werewolves all month long kicking it off with a film i never saw before until this week mm-hmm. doug this was your pick am i right this is my pick well let them know this is my pick let them know this is my pick <laughs> sorry no i love it <laughs> it gets super silent killed the whole podcast sorry well, I picked uh, a little movie called Ginger Snaps. Boy, you did. You sure did. did. Um, I think I've never seen this before. Kendall, you'd never seen it before either. Is that correct? Mm, had never seen it before and had been wanting to see it for a long time. <laughs> had never seen it before. Still haven't seen it. I accidentally watched Gingerbread. <laughs> Sorry Ginger for the jingly man. noises in the background. Lucky. Uh, oh, my God. She got a hold of that Yahtzee cup. She's celebrating Christmas a little too early. Calm yeah. it down, sister. <laughs> Ooh, she quit scratching. I don't know what she's doing. Okay. All right. I think we're good. Um, right. we're gonna we're gonna cover this um in the well, let's do the let's do the fat deets and then I, I got some I have some thoughts I'd like to share um about this about this time. Uh but Doug, why don't you give me some ginger deets? Mm-hmm. Well, this here film was released May 11th, 2001, but August 1st, 2000 at the Film Festus. Directed by John Fawcett, written by John Fawcett and Karen Walton, and budget of 4.5 million Canadian. I was going to ask if it's Canadian. Oh, Dollars. super Canadian. Oh, yeah, I know the and movie. Extremely limited release, and it brought home five hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars, and uh, yeah, almost five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I, I think it's. Uh, but now it seems to have found the light. I hear about this movie all the time. Um, oh, it's, people... it's gained quite the cult following, and yeah, uh, yeah, and has two sequels. And oh, interesting. Shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, before we get into the movie, I want to talk about the state of horror in the year of our Lord, 2000, 2001. Um, this is Same. a, this is a weird time. Um, like our mainstream horror, especially is just in this weird flux in 1996 scream comes out, um, changes everything. Uh, 
it's super meta it's super self-aware um you know it's got this packed cast of like good-looking teens you know or you know supposedly teens um and and that just kind of like changed the way studios were like oh this is how we're gonna make horror movies now and so in the years that come after that you get stuff like I know what you did last summer and then scream Two, and urban urban legend and the faculty. And then Halloween H2O is a Halloween movie that just feels like scream, you know, like everything's kind of modeled after that. Well, the, the, the writer of scream. So. Yeah. And then in between, like, you know, you get these weird little things like in between and then in like, in, and then you get into like the house on haunted Hill remake and 13 ghosts, 13 ghosts deep rising you know it's just a weird this is like a weird time for horror and then um, after this you get the j horror remakes yes and also in 99 you get blair witch which is gonna push another shift in horror but like we just didn't know mm-hmm. it yet um and then i went i looked ahead and like horror movies just stay weird for like a while like it's not until like two thousand, like because in like let me see, in two thousand and two, like the big horror movies were Cabin Fever, <clears throat> The Ring, you know, Twenty Eight Days Later, Halloween Resurrection, two thousand three, you get Wrong Turn, Darkness Falls. You get uh, high tension comes out so, that year, and so does all, like those movies you just spoke of are what set the tone for the next twenty years. I know it's crazy. Like it, you know, everything just kind of keep until you get to like I think it was like two thousand five. Some interesting stuff really. Now there's smaller interesting stuff started to come, but in like two thousand five. Okay, never mind. It was two thousand six because two thousand five is like. Um, the skeleton key and uh, the exorcism of Emily Rose, and like, Mm. but also procedural horror movies started coming out, yeah. It's so weird. But The Descent also came out in 2005, which is actually a really good movie. Now, there's there's good ones like sprinkled throughout, and not all the ones I named Mm. were necessarily bad, but like, they're just it's just that kind of time. So then, 2006, you get the Hills Have Eyes remake, which is great. You get the first Hatchet movie, which is great. Um, you get Slither. I mean, there's there's some interesting stuff starts to happen, and then, um, and then you see it kind of like there starts to be more and more of that as it goes on. Oh yeah, then you get to 2007. You got Trick or Treat, um, uh, The Mist. Yeah, things are starting to like. You're starting to, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where the shift is coming, but it, it is coming. So, but in this like 96 to 2001, this five year chunk, like these movies are weird and they all have like a kind of tone. Um, and, um, they're teenage dramas. That's all they, they are, but they, they are happen to take place in a horror movie. Yeah. It's really, um, it's really interesting. So Which, I mean, I, the seventies and eighties had that too. It's just, this is a different tone in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, as I was watching Ginger Snaps, I was just thinking how it fits into, um, it just fits into this era. Like, it's just, uh, like, as I was watching it, I was just like, oh, man, this reminds me of, 
you know, the faculty or of, you know, the dozen other movies that came out around this time. Just a weird time for horror. All right. Well, good night, everybody. This is Caleb's <laughs> horror history lesson. Um, anyway, I just wanted to like set like the the table for like this time and just like painting the picture. Yeah, of what's going on at the at the multiplex when it comes to horror. Because um, I used to do that on these shows, and I wanted to do it again. All right. So, amongst all these things, this movie Ginger Snaps comes out. I never like I didn't hear of it until maybe like. Maybe like last week. No, I've heard of it. Maybe last mm, five years, people are always just like, "Oh, ginger snaps, ginger snaps." Um, you know, when people talk about like trick or treat, you know, people will mention like ginger snaps, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's a werewolf movie, but I've never seen it." Um, and so I have seen it, and um, you know, I don't know this like. I don't know. Like, we're going to talk about this movie a lot, and I'm not going to really have anything bad to say about it. But I also, it didn't really work for me either. Well, great. Oh, man. I loved this movie. Yeah. I thought it, like, again, I'm not going to have anything. You're not a teenage girl like me, Caleb. So that's why (laughs) I just was, I just was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, there's, there's not, I'm, there was never a point where I'm like, oh god, I hate this person, or oh, this was dumb, or like, I just was. It just was a movie I saw, um, and it just, you know, it didn't like resonate with me in any in any way. Well, I'm glad I started off with a. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't, I didn't get mad at my TV, um, but I was just like, oh, that's a, that was fine. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. I think it's a I think it's a fine enough little high school werewolf movie, but you know, the the a lot of those movies I just mentioned with like the exception of like Scream, I don't like those movies just don't ever really like appeal to me. Or maybe uh, like the or maybe like The Craft, but again, I felt like I liked The Craft a lot and I felt like this was like Werecraft. <laughs> man i think the craft and ginger snaps will make a good double feature yeah i think it would too and jawbreaker i kept getting jawbreaker vibes oh. from this movie man yeah. it's been so long since i've seen jawbreaker i gotta rewatch that oh that's, that's i've one just of been least like favorites just, i love it so much and i've just been waiting for a, a reason for us to watch it for the show all right well next month movies named after candy uh-huh I'm here for it. Jawbreaker, and then hopefully there's a movie called Twizzlers or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Skittles. <laughs> um, all right, but let's get into ginger snaps. Um I just wanted to I just wanted to let everybody know from the top, this movie didn't really do a whole lot for me. But it's it's not because it's bad. I just I don't know, I didn't connect to it. All right. But it is about two girls. They're sisters. They are. Bridget and, and Ginger. Yeah. And um, yes, Ginger. That's the name of the girl. Mm-hmm. She's also she she's also a ginger. She has red yes. hair. Um, yes, they are um 
they're sisters and they're kind of creepy sisters. They do weird stuff. They just they uh they be they romanticize Beth a whole bunch. Yeah, they stage these they stage these really intricate um like death photography scenes. It's an art project. Mm Mm-hmm. And they are intricate. Um, and offends offends their teacher. He was not a fan of it. I liked that guy. He's like, um, I just you 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 go to my office later. Yeah, you go to the office right now. This was. I'm very upset that we all looked at this. Um, I liked that reaction a lot. Okay, well, there's pictures of them. They're impaled on a fence. Uh, Bridget's hanging from the ceiling. Goose. Um, hanging uh, from a moose. A noose? <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I watched. I watched moose snaps. <laughs> That's why I didn't like this. But, well, this it is Canadian. Maybe I just missed it the moose. Where moose? <laughs> oh man, I wish there was. A, there's. I'm sure there's a where moose movie. Kevin Smith was gonna make it, but he he's not anymore. I fucked up. Where moose? I would have done it. Um. um yeah uh also like the movie starts with this um which is a recurring theme in the film which is uh a uh just a mutilated uh dog corpse there is a dog killing spree happening yeah in their uh little suburb there in ontario Yeah, there's little there's dog corpses showing up everywhere, and they're always just like just shredded up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we meet the sisters, and we see them uh, doing their art project. Um, and then you know the, the there's just like a lot of setup about their relationship here in the beginning. They're very weird, but they're very close. Um. Mm-hmm. They're either uh, at one point they say something. They're either gonna like leave their neighborhood bef- by the time they're sixteen, or they're gonna die. It's like a they're your stereotypical outsiders. They're they they don't fit. They don't like care for the sub suburban life. They want to be different by any means necessary, and they go to all these extremes. And you know, this old school little hot topic type kids. Yeah. Um, also very late, uh, to develop, uh, in terms of, um, puberty, um, you know, the one girl gets her first period at the age of um, 16. And as we all know, uh, werewolves can smell the menstruation. Um, that's bears. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, yes, they're out, uh, uh, they're out. Uh, I forget what they were even doing when they were out. Um, what when she gets her period? Yeah, they were doing. They were going to stage another uh, like death. Yeah, death scene photo. on the playground, the, like the neighborhood playground. Got it. And this is when she gets attacked, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. So they were. Yeah, they were out at night, and then um, she had a period, and then she gets attacked by. Um, something uh, and the other sister uh, is able to capture like a, a Polaroid of it which looks pretty cool when you see just like the blurry like um, yeah it's just a blurry sad face of a wolf yeah blurry sad wolf yeah Woo. 
I just remember dial-up internet just trying to load up some blurry side wolf. <laughs> took me hours. I had to come eat and come back. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? I had to go eat and wait for that damn thing to go to load up. Come on back. Uh, you just lost me. Um. All right. Anyway, um, Ginger is the one who gets um, attacked. And then as they're trying to like, uh, as they're trying to like escape this thing, uh, this fucking dude who was in an episode of Goosebumps, um, he just rolled off the set of uh, (laughs) The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight and runs over... um, Grayson loves watching my five year old loves watching uh the old Goosebumps episodes and they are not good. Um but uh we recently watched this character walks at midnight. So when I see this fucker like in this movie, I'm like, Man, who is this guy? And I looked him up and he was bum, in... bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Unacceptable. Um when the <laughs> when it when the dog sings the theme as I will not allow that to That's happen. That's a boogin' ass dog. He can <laughs> <laughs> so stupid um anyway uh this guy's name is sam uh and he fucking runs over this werewolf and just like eviscerates it with his van (laughs) that that werewolf turns into a fucking red mist he hits it so hard (laughs) dude he fucking he just, yeah, it is liquefied. <laughs> um, all right, so she, uh, I don't remember the other sister's name, Bridget. Bridget, Bridget. okay. Bridget, um, takes uh, Ginger back home. She's got this nasty, fucking, like, you know, claw mark on her body, but it's already like healing fast starting to heal yeah yeah it's starting to heal fast and she's like well that's fucking weird um and uh then like you know there's this other stuff that starts to like um happen with her body um including um i guess she's i guess she's menstruating a lot like there's a really cute scene with uh the school nurse a very forward-thinking school nurse. Yeah. Well, this is Canada, by the way. True. It's not. See, this never would have happened in America because they would have been Hell like, no. are, you, are you menstruating? No. We got to put you they to were, death uh, anyway. Go go home, rub some Jesus on it, and come back tomorrow. Ooh, don't come let back this... in a week. In a week, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. That, you wouldn't be having no ginger snaps in Texas because uh, girls wouldn't be allowed to walk around outside at night by themselves anyway. They would have just shot her and threw her in a dumpster or something. <laughs> they would have been like, oh, we had this baby's a girl. Throw it away. <laughs> Only men in Texas. Who are we going to have sex with? You know. <laughs> each other. <laughs> you heard what I just said, right? <laughs> I like how it starts as this like scary anti woman authoritarian state, but then it just turns into just a big old man fuck fest. Hell yeah, brother. Well, once they didn't have any more women to oppress, they just started fucking one another in Texas. Is uh, well, I don't know. (laughs) 
still scary, but good for the boys, I guess. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie I'm writing. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to pitch it here. I guarantee you that movie already exists somewhere in, in the porn <laughs> in world. In Ted Cruz's basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, oh, also, she uh, also like she starts getting like uh, hair starts like growing out of her scars, which kind of um, which kind of reminded me of the fly a little bit whenever uh, mm-hmm. like those hairs were starting to grow out of Jeff Goldblum's back. Little little fly vibe. I got body horror going on here. There was a fly lot vibe. of. I don't. I don't really know if it should be like marketed as such, but I was eating while I was watching this movie, and there was some like body horror type stuff that just made me so squeamish. There's a lot of body horror here, and it should because it's a fucking werewolf movie. But it's not afraid to fucking get gnarly in this fucking uh, teenage melodrama. Yeah, it was. Was it the? Uh, was it the shallow howl tale? That <laughs> was wiggling in her sleep. That like peekaboo scene where she, her sister <laughs> found that tail. That did make me giggle. That did I make mean, me giggle. That did make me That giggle. did make me giggle. <laughs> it was I very silly. I immediately thought of Jason Alexander as Shallow Hell. <laughs> um... Yeah, the tail, uh, the tail was gross. Um, sorry, my baby was uh, screaming downstairs. I'm making sure everything was all right down there. Um, yeah, the tail was weird. Uh, what else? Um, what else was going on with her? Well, we skipped over a lot of stuff. They, you know, they, they go to high school, and you know, like I said, Oh and yeah, they, they get have a whole group of folks that don't like them because they're different, and they got the popular yeah, they get girls always looking at them. They're getting picked on, and uh, some of the oh. uh, cool guys are hanging developing. out. They're all on the checking them out and shit, and like I'm gonna fuck that one, you know, all that stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, the heroes of the story. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about this. They play lacrosse or field hockey or whatever Canadian thing they're doing. And um, whatever whatever white shit sport they're playing. Um, and, uh, boy, man, this should have been... I wonder if in the sequels they, they're on a curling team. Um, no. Better movie. Uh, there's They're on the lacrosse field, and, like, the one girl shoves one of the sisters down. And she just lands on a dog carcass that's like all chewed up and like. Elise yeah, they didn't were... see that before they yeah, started playing. Yeah, that's what Elise and I, I was very confused. Elise was like, "It's a giant Rottweiler, too." I know. Elise was like, "Did she imagine that that carcass was there?" But then later, she's like cleaning blood off. I'm like, "No, nah, I think that was there. Like that was really they, weird." They all just... the cool girls were too busy staring at the outsiders, and all the guys were staring at the outsiders, and they were all staring and like, "What the fuck's everybody staring at?" So no one noticed a giant dead ass dog. I think they just have so dead many dead ass dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think they have so many dead dogs in this town that they're just like play around it. <laughs> it's just an obstacle to the it's game. Game on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh. 
so the yeah the part about like the cool kids and the guys um your typical high school stuff going on yeah um because uh there's a lot of this in the craft too um these would be a good Mm -hmm. double feature uh really would yeah ginger like um gets like you know she starts like uh like going after that one dude basically and they have sex um unprotected sex is very important Mm -hmm. um and i guess like through that um after her run in with the wolf yes and i guess through that um you know she kind of like she transfer she transfers the werewolf virus to him that way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um because i guess we find out in this movie that it's just really just transferred like through blood so you don't necessarily have to bite somebody um to give it to them it's all about the blood i mean it's all really tied into like you know uh menstruation and blood and you know changing yeah it's all metaphor for there's a you know puberty oh there's some carry stuff going on here too yeah this takes a lot from other high school movies um but yeah, so she she has sex with uh, whatever that Dimwit's name was, and um, and then he's like <laughs> he's pissing blood later, which made me remember Doug. You remember when I used to just pee blood all the time, and you were like, "You gotta go to a doctor." <laughs> yes, that's yes. So there's something, might be something wrong with your body. Those were the days. Shit my pants all the time, pissing blood. No, and I, and I would had just some like, real problems. Yeah, I would just come on the show, and be like, isn't this weird? Isn't it funny? Anyway, John Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> what about Starman? Um, well, none of that, folks. Don't worry, none of that happens anymore. Um, you need to see Doctor Man. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor Man. In the um, nice uh well i'm all better now (laughs) um let's see uh all right what else is going on i so she has sex with that dude um there's some other stuff going on with her too like not only is her body changing but she's like she's changing like the way she acts a lot more um uh she's sexually free we'll say that Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just a complete asshole to her family and everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gets her belly button. Are you there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about the belly button. And now this is explain to me the belly button ring. So I don't know if it was like well, silver and her sister was. It was. was silver. So it is silver. silver. You know, is a uh, werewolf. Did. So they figured if she had a silver ring in her belly button, it would keep her from changing. And now this work. was this was Sam's idea, right? <laughs> yes. Sam and shit. What's the other girl's name? Bridget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam and Bridget like have confided in one another, and you know she's. Well, Sam hit the werewolf, so he knows that they're real. He and found her like, photo. Hey, I'm turning into one, so could you help me defeat this? Because yeah. he, she didn't want to out her sister as yes. a threat. Yes. He's all like, well, hell. 
Yeah, so they come up with Apparently, the idea. I'm a fucking expert on the on the subject matter. Yeah, so and I... let's, let's get it done. So we give her a silver uh, belly button ring and a tramp stamp of a silver bullet, and that should probably keep that. <laughs> I gave her I gave her Bob Seger and a silver bullet band CD. She should be all right. <laughs> What were you about to say, Kim? No, I was going to say that I I really like the the kind of theme of female sexuality in this movie. Like, there's some pretty on the nose stuff here, but like with oh yeah, um, <clears throat> when Ginger like decides to like I don't know if she had planned to attack Jason anyway, but he was like holding her to these very um, stereotypical gender roles, and they were like fooling around in the car, and she was like, "Fuck this." And then, like, right after um, she was talking to Bridget and she was saying how, either way, he's a hero. I'm just a lay. And That's true. Very much like that. that is- well, the, and the they- writers wanted to tackle all the, the female stereotypes. They're tired of the, the women getting treated like shit and all the horror movies, you know, except for the old school slashers where they always save the day. It's like, let's just confront all these tropes. Right up front. And, you know, to your point about hero, they say that a hero will save us. So I'm not just going to stand here and wait. Stop <laughs> that. Uh, um, Another Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what year did Spider Man come out? 2001? 2002. Uh, yeah, so it was all right about the same time. Wow. Thank you, Ginger Snaps, for giving yeah. us Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank you for giving us Nickelback and Josie, whatever his name was, from Saliva. He's from Memphis, so. Yeah, he was. So I'm, I'm he proud still of him. Is. Yeah. <laughs> he still is. I used to go to church with his stepmother. Um all right. Did she write all the songs for him? And shit? Yeah, she was just like, uh, she was like, this song about guns doesn't make any sense. Cock, cock, shoot. <laughs> Never gonna play it on the radio, you idiot. Well, what would you say, Mom? <laughs> you want to hold it down? We're in church service right now. Amazing. <laughs> about fucking I know Josie gotta make it a little easier to hide oh <laughs> back to Ginger Snaps Jeez. I didn't know we were gonna talk about saliva at all <laughs> that's the first time they've been mentioned in 20 years Josie, Josie just sat up in his bed. He's like, someone almost remembered my full name. <laughs> it's Scott, by the way. Oh, see, you just fucked up. I was about to say, you know how when <laughs> this Scott, you know how when like nobody can remember Freddy Krueger's name, he doesn't have all of his powers back yet. <laughs> just remember Josie Scott's name. So now a new saliva album's coming this month. <laughs> He's gonna be in your dreams tonight. <laughs> oh man, this is such another tangent. But I've been, <laughs> I go to the gym in the mornings, 
and when I'm on the elliptical, like I'm listening to like You're a blast of saliva. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, god, shoot! Isn't it click, click, boom? It is. <laughs> I I was I didn't know if you were joking or not. No, I was kidding earlier. And um, but I yelled at <laughs> I yelled at in the gym. They're like, he doesn't know the words. <laughs> But they have like TVs on. I mean, I can't hear them, but I'm trying not to pay attention to them anyway. But there was some like motorcycle show on, like one of those like American Choppers. But you know, it's, it's obviously not that. It's some new show. And the dude who owns this like car shop or motorcycle shop or whatever the fuck it is, he's clearly based his entire aesthetic on the Undertaker from like you know the bad American badass Undertaker, <laughs> and like I mean he looks his hair is exactly the same, his facial hair is exactly the same, and he dresses like him everywhere he goes, and but that's how he lives his everyday life. He's not like a character in a wrestling show. There's a man that owns a business. <laughs> I'm just like, and I hate him. I hate him every time I'm watching it. I'm just like working out. I'm just like, cock, cock, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, we're going to have to ask you. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to scream lyrics that this Undertaker want to be all I want. Yeah, I hate him. Like, he makes me so mad. He's like doing business deals, and I'm just like, you look like a buffoon right now. Cock, cock, shit. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, Undertaker, um, you know, someone in this town needs an Undertaker. I don't know. I tried to get it back. Um, Yikes. (laughs) Back Um, to Ginger Snaps. I think we were talking about the belly button. Um, Yes. Yeah. So so then uh, Sam comes up with, like, I didn't really understand what this was like some sort of uh, some sort of like a plant extract or something um that he could wolfsbane okay thank you um that should reverse the effects or cure um Mm -hmm. uh ginger from her uh you know her her wolfness yes Mm -hmm. that's the clinical term yes um and i guess uh the popular girl uh whose name i don't know trina trina Mm -hmm. um she goes to uh ginger and bridget's house trina has a thing for sam and she's trying to get her mac on but Mm -hmm. he sees talking with bridget and ginger all the time so she's all like Hey, you trying to steal my man that isn't mine. So what's up yeah. with that shit? Yeah, and she already doesn't like them because they're weird. Mm. And um because, you know, they're different. And uh and they grow hair out of their chest scars. But you know, some people just do that. Um there's also a scene and we may have already missed it where um Bridget finds like a razor with a bunch of like hair on it and like just a yeah. trash can full like with a, a, a shaving cream with all this like wolf hair like stuck to it it's really uh gross and cool i just like the idea that uh ginger's just like shaving off all that wolf hair like tim allen and the santa claus 
Um, well, this uh, those two movies have been compared to one another. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do here, <laughs> dude. We have talked about Saliva, The Undertaker, and The Santa Claus. You're all welcome, Spider Man, Spider Man, Nickelback. You're all welcome. Um, that's 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 what I bring to the table. <laughs> Whether that's good or talk, bad, talk, shoot. <laughs> anyway, they kill Trina. That's what I was leading up to. <laughs> well, they don't even really kill her. They were going to, I'm pretty sure, but uh, Trina slips. Well, and now they're gonna and... like. Yeah, go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry, I cut you. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Uh, no, Loki started jingle belling back here again. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say something stupid, so somebody else say what happened. <laughs> she slips and falls and cracks her skull in their uh, kitchen floor. Yeah, she hits right on the edge of that counter. Like mm. Every time I watch this scene, I'm just like, ow. Ow. And movies and TV shows would have you believe that like you can just like slip and crack your head open. Like, Oh, you can. Yeah, you can. It doesn't happen as often as it does in the movies, but it, yeah, it seems happen. it seems like you can't fall down without dying in movies. Yeah. I, um, I was just reminded of that scene in Breaking Bad. Cool. I don't remember. Yeah, where he breaks it and it's bad. And... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that show. Bow, 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 bow. Um, well, I won't spoil okay. anything, but um, anybody <laughs> but who it, he knows does what I'm talking about will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything for this show that you're never gonna watch. <laughs> um, you know, Scholar's boss, they're like they have to watch him or something, and he tries to run. Oh yeah, house, yeah. And he slips and I forgot about that. Smashes his neck into the island in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Severely injures himself. Does he break his neck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the dad in Child's Play 2 that falls from the basement stairs. Oh, yeah. Spoilers what? for anyone who hasn't seen Child's Play 2. <laughs> Can we just call spoilers on shit that's been on TV for 10 years or more now? I loved the dad in Child's Play 2 because he was just like... I I mean he wasn't good, but it was he was hilarious and entertaining. Yeah, he was a complete dick. Anywho, you know who else was a dick was Trina. Yeah, Trina was also a dick, but um, they they hide her body in a in a deep freezer. Um, but not before actually breaking breaking her fingers off. Break me off a piece of that. All right. And her parents find the fingers later. That that was my favorite part when that comes back. And the dad's like, "Oh, there's seven fingers here." And her mom's like, "Oh, they it's they're one, weird another ones. one of their death pictures." God, which, which I like that. That's I like that it's established that they have weird shit like that around. But then she puts them in Tupperware and it hangs on to them for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throw these in the Rubbermaid. We gotta take them with us. Um. All right. All right. Let's get back on track here. Um. Trina's dead. Um. Let's see. What happens next? 
next? The Halloween thing? It's Halloween at some point because there's jack lanterns and stuff. Um, well, no, they bury her. They bury Trina in the day. Yes, did. Yeah, that's where the fingers. That's where they mm-hmm. find the fingers later. Um, so Sam um, sleep before like the. Happened. Yeah, before the Halloween party. Um, <clears throat> at some point, Bridget um, walks up on Jason and stabs him in oh. the neck. He's like a, a attacking a child. Yeah, Jason. Oh, yeah. so they had unprotected sex, and Jason's got like wolfy tendencies. He's got like, he's got like some sort of wolf herpes on his face, and um, yeah, she and bone the boogan into him. Yeah, and he's got he's got wolf teeth and uh, boogan herp, and uh, <laughs> and he's attacking a child. And Bridget does like she. Sam has made the uh, cure, I guess, and um, out of the wolf pain, he liquefied it. And, yes, uh, you get, you I got a great Kool Aid and a syringe. <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> I don't like grape; it upsets my stomach. Um, that's from Hot Rod. Anyway, um, yeah, she sticks it in uh, Jason's neck, um, and it seems to cure him. Yes. Um, and she's like, "This is good enough. It's a cure." So, um. And also before the Halloween party, uh, Ginger exposes herself at school and is called into the oh, counselor's yeah. office or principal's office, and she uh, she hits him up. Yeah. Did she she's... expose herself, or did you just show off her low-cut dress to the onlookers? Well, I thought she was flashing because they don't really show you what's going on. True. I guess and... you could interpret it any way you'd like. And this didn't take place in Texas, so they're just not, they wouldn't like a woman in a skirt. Uh uh-uh. uh. Prison. Um, you wear a burlap sack. Dare you tempt us, man? Um, let's see. Yeah. So, and yeah, she kills, um, uh, I don't know, whoever this guy was. The goddess counsel. Yeah. She yeah, guides him to death. into. Uh, his office and is all like, "Look, you can't go on around whipping them out in school. <laughs> you can't get your cooter out." For. And she's all like, "I do what I want. Wolf eat. Wolf, <laughs> wolf eat. She ain't full wolf yet. She's little wolf. Oh yeah, she's like, you know, her half hair's like, her hair's like turning white, and um." Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have it yet, but she start she's starting to get well. Did she did kind of have a wolf face in this scene, didn't she? A little bit, it's a little bit going on. Like she it definitely, it, it slowly comes out throughout the, yeah. the climax or the third act. And um, right now, she's just got the funky teeth and the fingernails, but it progresses. Yeah. And later, when she goes to the Halloween party, she looks like a vampire from Buffy a little bit. Yes, with the solid white hair. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm thinking about later. Cause, but even still, when people see her later looking like that, nobody's just like, "Hey, this looks fucked up." Or I guess maybe they well, think it's a Halloween, at a Halloween party. Yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah. said, "Hey, nice costume." Ooh, somebody thought about this in the script. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, thought I had them. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
she, yeah, this is, and we've talked about it already, but this does play out more like a like a slow burn, like body horror, than like a yep. than a than a single transformation into a wolf scene. It, it happens progressively throughout the film. Yeah, it's uh, it's like uh, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, but if Cronenberg did it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Um, all right. The Halloween party. She tries coming on to Sam, and he's like, "No." Well, wait a minute. See, there's still the school, and the shit's going down, and Bridget's trying to find Ginger because she's got that cure. Yes. And um, she finds Ginger in the closet, and she's then killed the guidance counselor, and she's all like, "Look, I'm gonna go mop this shit up." Do not leave this office. We're going to get out here and we're going to go home and we're not going to do a damn thing else. She's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she sits down. She leaves. She goes and gets the shit to clean it up. And while she's doing that, the fucking uh, custodian's looking for his mop bucket and stumbles in on Ginger. And she uh, rips him all to hell. Mm-hmm. And Bridget's trying to talk her into not doing that because you know killing person, killing a person is not a good idea. Yeah, it's actually like the worst crime. It's illegal, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But guess what she did? She did it anyway. She she killed that innocent uh, custodian. He ain't doing nothing but his job. Yeah, probably not making that much either. He didn't sign up for getting up, getting <laughs> ed up by no she-wolf, ma'am. I'm here to clean up puke. The occasional, you know, pee in the boys' floor. The occasional blood pee in the urinal. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb goes to school here. We got to clean up after him twice a day. (laughs) We're all very concerned. The the stunt double for that guy peeing in the urinal and the blood, Caleb stepped in for that day. They're like, do you need any diet? I'm like, why? why? No, I got it. I'm a professional, sir. <laughs> hey guys, I just want to take a little sidebar here to be like, if you're peeing blood, that's not actually medically right. So you go, <laughs> you really should see a doctor. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, don't do what I did, which was just ignore it till it got better. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, custodian's blood dead. coming out of various holes. Go to your doctor, yeah. A tip from those guys. I mean, PCR, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that is something old and stupid from the past. And why would that come up twice so recently? I don't like, know. That's wild. It's <laughs> in there. It's... That's so funny. Um, anyway, uh, custodian's dead. Guidance counselor's dead. It's time to party. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Halloween party. Oh, this is where the mom finds the fingers, by the way. And she's like, those aren't real. And she's like, well, I better go find these girls because I think these are real fingers. Um, I better keep them fresh, too. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get my Betty Crocker Tupperware out. Get the Pyrex out. This is a special occasion. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna want to keep those. You you want to make sure nothing happens. Um, pioneer woman. Um, 
so she uh she goes she goes looking uh for the girls she finds bridget um they're just running home from school yeah they're literally like sprinting down the sidewalk trying to hurry home yes um and they um and uh, her mom gives her a ride to the to the halloween party with the fingers which in is the in the greenhouse where sam lives because he is a drug dealer that grows the marijuana on the side. yeah we yeah we didn't really talk about that he he grows and sells uh marijuana um let's see um there's a scene here with ginger and sam well she and busts no in on no. his office all yeah no means no ginger yeah come on she busts on in on the in his office and she's got her shirt all unbuttoned and she's got like the dog nipples on her belly and stuff (laughs) she's ready to just dominate this man she's got that buffy the vampire vampire she's uh, like uh i don't know 55 percent wolf at this point yeah that that looks like about 55 percent. i'd say 55 57 somewhere in that area yeah 57% 57% I heard that um, yeah. <laughs> I'm carrying your beef with <laughs> oh my god that was wonderful um, yes and so um, you know there's a Sam's trying to uh, get away from Ginger uh, Ginger's attacking him Um uh ginger so there's like this there was this moment i think maybe it already happened where um uh ginger was there a moment where like ginger was trying to like turn bridget as well and bridget was like nah that ain't happening well it goes back to their pack that they sent that's right yeah the movie they're like you know we're in this together forever we hate this place and you know we'd rather die than you know blah 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 blah. it's like sisters we're we're gonna go through it together always so i'm gonna turn you into a wolf and we're gonna be two wolves it's gonna be awesome we're just just all like no that don't sound good at all it's just called two wolves (laughs) just two two wolves (laughs) they got a strong bond (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to know about it um yeah so uh well this happens like they get injured here and um to convince ginger to like come back with her bridget like cuts her hand and then she puts like you know she puts their hands together basically making like a blood pact you know basically infecting herself uh you know with the wolf runt and uh this feeds something in Brid and uh ginger because she starts changing or starts turning fully very quickly yes mm-hmm. um but you know this was all kind of like an excuse to to get ginger to trust her and to come with her and then of course sam hits her in the fucking head with a shovel yep but he had a point. How yeah. was he supposed to know that? Yeah, yeah. Bridget didn't clue him in. He was just like, oh, yeah, shit. Bridget's all piss. Yeah, now there's two of them. Um, and ladies, that's why it's important, you know, us us fellas can't always read your mind. So communication is key. 
Yeah, that and that's a two-way street, guys. You gotta tell you gotta tell your ladies how you feel too. But we're really helping people, I think, this week. Yeah. We should talk about Rock smart movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That happened. Um <laughs> Well anyway. Um Ginger is unconscious. So um they're able to like load her up um in uh Sam's van um and then uh take her back to the house to to get ready to make some more wolfsbane uh to, to fix her. <laughs> but when they get there, um things do not go well as Ginger is now uh full wolf. She done went full wolf. Yeah, she done busted out that damn van. She yeah, hot cock shoot out the van. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. And look, I don't think that. Um, I don't think that Sam's insurance is going to cover werewolf damage. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Sure won't. And does Ginger care? No. Selfish. I don't know if werewolves are. You know, I guess it really just depends on the... are people like us. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just depends on the uh, the interpretation, but you know sometimes they have like cognitive like, and sometimes they're just wild animals. So, um, you know, they're I don't more feral than human. So yeah, I think, I think they don't so. care about your Geico. Yeah, <laughs> werewolf leaves you their insurance card. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> My insurance agent agent is Josie Scott. <laughs> Hadn't been a new saliva album in a while, and he's got you know hard up for cash. That fucking Spider Man soundtrack money's gonna run out, so <laughs> he's he's a State Farm agent now. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> just thinking about him in khakis. Okay, um, so yeah, Ginger's up. She's mad as hell. She's tearing shit up. Um, let's see. Um, this is the suspenseful uh, yeah. part. This is their Bridget's trying to find Ginger, but Ginger's hiding and trying to find them. But I mean, actually following them the whole time. Yes. And uh, comes to a stalemate. Yeah, I can't really. I, I'm I'm blanking on a lot of it. So you guys, somebody describe what goes on here, and help me out. Well, we have the showdown. They come face to face, and Bridget's talking to her like, "Hey, you're my sister. You can't be going around killing folks. It's illegal out here, and um, <laughs> you got to take this here. potion. We're gonna get it all back to normal." And Ginger's a wolf and doesn't really understand English, so she just <laughs> starts biting at her and shit. And they start um, fighting, and yeah. Bridget stabs her. Yeah, she kind of like, you know, she kind of like jumps at her, and and. Well, and Sam got injured in this as well because he, part of their plan was for him mm-hmm. to, uh, get Bridget to lure, uh, Ginger out to the house, and, yeah, and he was gonna sneak up on her. He was gonna poke her, and that didn't happen because she, yeah. she uh slaughtered him pretty much yeah yeah done run him all up he ain't coming back 
No, and if he does, his hair just ain't gonna look right. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the scuffle, of course, uh, Ginger gets stabbed. Um, and then, um, you know, you get this really nice moment where they kind of like lay together here at the end. Um, she's like looking all around the room and remembering how that, like, this is kind of what she wanted. Yeah. Because she had the cure right there in her hand. Yeah. Um, I didn't really, I don't know. That that kind of took me out, but I, I guess it was sweet. But anyway. Well, I mean, they kind of set it up from the beginning. Like, they're going to die, you know. Yeah, they've been saying that all along. It's uh, them together forever. Yeah. And the showdown goes down in their, their bedroom where it's all their shit that they love. And it's all nice and sweet and photographs everywhere. And, and the last what the last a better shot. There's no other place to die than your bedroom with your sister. Yeah. And the last shot, you know, I like it staged really well. Like it's in between their two beds, like the camera's like pulling back and she's laying on top of, you know, her dying sister. And it's good. Mm-hmm. It's ginger snaps. That is ginger snaps. Um, you know, I, again, I don't, I think it's perfectly fine. I just didn't like, I just didn't you know, really relate to it or connect to it, uh, to the material at all. But like, I don't think anything's bad. Um, I don't think any of the acting's bad. I don't think the movie looks bad. I don't think, it, I don't think it was poorly made. Um, I think the werewolf stuff is cool. Um, and I like a lot of the, we didn't talk about it, but that, that werewolf looked really good for a low budget ass werewolf. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's clearly uh, a puppet. You don't see its entire body. You see like yeah. segments of it here and there, but it looks really good. I like it. Oh uh, yeah, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any problems with this movie. It just you know wasn't wasn't exactly for me. But it's not bad at all. I I, I get what people. Good. Yeah, I mean, well, I've like, just never really gotten into werewolf movies to be honest. But I really liked this movie. Well, good. Yeah, like I said, it's a it, it's all a metaphor for uh, puberty. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just see these two girls growing up and being outsiders, and then one of them becomes the ultimate outsider, and um, her sister's just trying to there to calm her ass down, make everything somewhat normal again. Cock, cock, shoot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is Ginger Snaps. It is on Shutter right now. Sure is. Y'all where go I... watch and uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Who's your, who, are you a Ginger or are you a Bridget? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a snap. <laughs> nope. I am dumb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Or are you, hey, are you a wild card like Josie Scott? Let us know. <laughs> it's also Candyman rules. If we say his name two more times, he's gonna show up. Oh, boy. Shut up! <laughs> I'm here to perform a concert for you. Like, no, no one wants that. You got a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> my stepmom's my roadie. God, God, shoot. 
<laughs> yeah, ginger snaps. What do you think about it? Let us know at carpenterrantspat at gmail.com. Like Caleb said, it's on Shutter currently. It is. If you like werewolves and teenage drama, boy, this is the film for you. Now, it Look. has two sequels, and I have not seen them. Two picks up right off where this one left off. I don't know how they come back or if they even died, actually. I don't know. They clearly didn't if they carry on the story. But I've never seen that one. And the third one is a prequel that goes all the way back to the 1600s or 1700s. Oh. And it shows that this is a curse that, that the, this family just has. Hey, look, let me tell you something. When a movie series goes back to like the 16 or 1700s, like I'm always... I'm and it always, happens all the time. It does happen. Tremors did it. They went back to the Civil War. Um, they went back to the 1800s. Well, there you go. But anytime they jump back, dude, a couple if they made years, the Tremors in the 1600s where there's like witches and shit fighting them, I'm there 1000%. Opening day, I'm watching it. At. Okay. Yeah. You, all right. Well, you, I accidentally, that. I accidentally sold myself a ticket as well. But, you know, I just don't, I just don't like when they're just like, oh, we got to go to the prequel and it's 100 or 200 years before. I'm just like, ugh. It's the same two girls uh, playing the same characters throughout the entire series. So. Is it really? Sure is. Oh, that's it. Catherine Isabel is Ginger, and I'm blanking on Bridget's name, but I like Bridget. She is my favorite character. She just, she just sweet human being. I like Bridget. It likes death, and don't we all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we do. Um. All right, that's Ginger Snaps. Check it out. Uh, our first werewolf movie down. Um, but we will be back next week with another werewolf film for the month of October for Rant at the Moon. And Doug, why don't you tell the fine folks what we're watching next week? Well, sir, next week we are going to be watching uh Neil Marshall's Dog Soldiers. Now, this is a movie that I picked because I've never seen it, and I love uh, I love Neil Marshall's films. I did a whole episode about his Hellboy movie where I went through his, basically his entire filmography. Um, except and I, Dog Soldiers. Except Dog Soldiers. And Doug, even before that time, Doug was like, oh, man, you got to fucking watch Dog Soldiers. You know, The Descent, the guy who made The Descent made it. And I'm like, ooh, I like that guy. Um, and so, you know, I just one of those things so i picked dog soldiers so i could finally cross it off my list and we're gonna discuss it next week uh kindle may not be here next week i think she's going on tour with saliva yeah. and uh, <laughs> we'll let you know And that you know, I I heard for the saliva concerts you have to have proof of non-vaccination to get in. So they're only letting in the unvaccinated, <laughs> <laughs> or a positive COVID test will get you in as well. That's free admission. I know somebody that can print me up a good positive COVID test. Yes. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Next week dog soldiers very excited um to to check that one out and to talk about it 
Um, let's do a little uh, horror horn shoe because we got some big news this week. <laughs> there it is. This is your captain speaking. This is your captain speaking. Cock, cock, shoe. You know, they say that a hero is safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna stand here. Wait. Um, you just dead Caleb. <laughs> that ice is not gonna get any thinner. <laughs> so watch yourself. Um, uh, Friday thirteenth news. Oh um, yeah. As as long as we've been doing this show, <laughs> um, it yeah. feels Has like it really been that long. I don't know um, if it says here. Let's see. Uh, it's been years. So, I mean, I feel like as long as we've been talking about, uh, at least as long as we've, since we did the Friday 13th series, um, there hasn't been any, you know, movement on a Friday 13th film or anything really in the franchise because of this legal battle uh, between the writer of the original script, um, uh, Victor Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically, you know, you know, it's so convoluted and I, we broke this down forever ago, but basically he didn't feel like, um, you know, he was getting properly reimbursed for all the money that's been made off the Friday the 13th name because he wrote the original script. Um, so today or it was two or three days ago. Um, he won a big legal victory, and uh, he's the sole owner of the original screenplay in the U.S. Um, and so um, there's been, you know, uh, Sean Cunningham, uh, who directed the film, has been, like, working to have the decision reversed. Like, it's a whole thing. So um, at least for now, that's like an update, and it's something that hasn't changed in a long time. Um, doesn't mean that there's going to be a new movie right away. doesn't even mean that he like owns the Jason character since, you know, the, the iconic Jason character was introduced later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but it's something. Um, so he just owns the name. He basically. owns, well, he owns that first, he owns the copyright to that first screenplay. Okay. So anything so can, that happened, the other people like uh, Sean Cunningham, can he can do other shit with the sequels? Um, so that's what they're still ironing out. So okay. um, yeah, the, I think it's I think it's still to come, but it's starting to look like there there may be um, there may be an end to it eventually, which means maybe we'll get another. Friday Thirteenth movie, and what's really exciting is that we're gonna go through all this and all this like waiting and all this legal battle and stuff for somebody to just make like our just a shitty fucking <laughs> Friday Thirteenth movie. Yeah, it'll be the fucking thing that's in vogue now. It's gonna they're gonna eliminate the sequels and it's gonna it'll be, be it'll uh, be a sequel to the original. Return to the camp forty years later, or yeah. something. And Jason is a some dude with the walker going around hitting people with a hammer or some shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, big update there. Um, you know, 
that's going to be some wild shit to iron out, man. It really is because if that dude is asking for compensation for all those movies, even though he only did the first one. Yeah. Um, the, the, it can be argued that the, the, the franchise didn't even get popular until the sequels. Yeah. That first one's solid. And I love that first one, but this dude's asking for all that shit. Yeah. He didn't I just, even do. Yeah. I don't know. I understand wanting to get paid for, you know, giving the name, giving birth to the series. But I don't know, man. That's just a fucking mess. Yeah, it's a big mess. And so they'll be straightening it out. And hopefully we get like a cool Friday 13th something out of of it. Excuse me. But, um, you know, in my experience, these all these sequels are just like, okay, that's it's either release them all on Blu-ray for the 19th time. that and like you know maybe they make another movie that's like that was uh, that was fine dude you know, that series like, is getting more releases than fucking evil dead it's insane. it's wild it is wild um i bought mine digitally i'm i'm a physical media guy but um you know they were on sale digitally on friday the 13th one year for 13 dollars, and you got all of them and i was just like well that makes sense <laughs> so i did it um anyway and if you want to hear us discuss it check out Ooh, the archives man. and one of my favorite DCR things goes to camp series yeah it's one of my favorite things we've ever done i think it's been all downhill since that <laughs> <laughs> three years ago um we got another joe bob halloween hoedown coming yeah in. next uh, week right yeah by at, the time you're listening time to this it'll be in like three or four days so Sweet. October 8th on Shutter. Anybody catch any of uh, Elvira's 40th anniversary? No. Mm-mm. She did some decent flicks too. She did her own movie, which was conceited. Come on, Elvira. Come on now. No, nah, she's a fucking goddess. She can do whatever she wants. But she had some um, out of the out of left field flicks that was that was pretty cool. I didn't watch the entire thing. I, I just skimmed through it. But I want to sit down and watch all of it sometime. So I added nothing to the conversation as usual. <laughs> go on with the chlorophyll. Um, also, AMC's Fear Fest is in full swing now. Um, Fuck yeah, yeah, Children of the Corn. Yeah, we've had, we've had a yeah, Pulp Fiction. So weird. Um, you know, fucking what's the other channel? Freeform will do that too. They're like, all right, thirty-one days of Halloween, Iron Man two. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? All the classics, Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, Monkey Trouble. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, all that to say that um, I watched uh, Halloween 4 with my son today, and he loved it. Um, and I was, you know, semi-conscious during it. <laughs> he just loves michael myers he doesn't care he's he's so young that he does not care what's going on as long as michael's there he's he's thrilled to death so i figure we'll show him rob zombie soon no i'm just kidding he's not allowed to watch that change his mind real fast He asked me, he goes, isn't there a new Michael Myers movie coming out? I said, yeah, and you will not be watching it. <laughs> that one is not for you. You can watch this one on AMC. Here you go. Um, but yeah, 
uh, Fear Fest. There's a bunch of good movies on there. I I just love having it so we can just turn on AMC and then like just be doing. I'm just stuff glad it's not just house. constant Walking Dead marathons like Ooh, it has yeah. been the last what almost ten years now. Yeah, they they got to a point where it was just like Walking Dead all day every day, and then for like the week of Halloween they would show some movies, and I'm just like, guys. they would show Halloween four and five over and over. Yeah, I'm like, guys, fucking the Walking Dead. Let's let's it's enough. It'll be gone soon. Um, yeah. And then the the Chucky show starts pretty soon, I believe. Oh man, I can't wait for that. Yep. 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 All right, that's all the news. Let's do some rants recommends. I actually have something. I did too. Doug, you go ahead. All right. Well, um. Uh, keeping with the uh, creature features here, I, I'm going to try to uh, watch one along with the werewolf movie, and uh, hopefully I recommend it. But uh, I watched, and it's been forever since i watched this, but uh, I watched Cellar Dweller from 1988. Mm-hmm. Anybody seen that? I have not. I haven't seen that since, God, early, mid-90s. Uh, written by Don Mancini, the guy who created the Chucky series. Yeah, I've never seen this, but we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. It's about a comic book uh, that comes to life and fucking attacks people at an art academy. Nice. Super stupid, super silly, and I loved every goddamn bit of it. <laughs> it's just some big-ass boogin with a pentagram on his chest. Nice. Looks like a, um, the uh, Razor, the wolf from Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Yes but like bulkier <clears throat> and man he loves eating some people let me tell you what and if you draw him on paper and then if you say these magic incantations he'll come to life and he'll just eat your ass whole, Not your oh. ass whole. maybe <laughs> if on. you're into that if you write the pencil. other incantation <laughs> hang on I'm, what, what was the incantation uh, hole with the with a w <laughs> <laughs> Klaatu. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for an ass-eating monster, <laughs> Cellar Dweller, 1988. His name is Caleb. <laughs> Check it out. It's on Hulu. Hulu has added a ton of movies for October. It's Huluween. A bunch of random shit too, so it's it's been good to go through and bookmark some shit. Yeah, they yeah. call it they call it Huluween. I don't call it that shit. Well, that's what they call it. In fact, they've updated it this year with a little boogin on your screen named Ulu. Uh uh-uh. uh. They'll pop up like as you I haven't seen them. him. Well, it says it. Oh, I'm going to, I'm gonna check. Anywho, Cellar Dweller. Check it out. Just stupid fun. The spirit of Hulu has possessed Hulu. I'm looking at it. It's it's just Hulu spelled backwards. (gasps) Does he eat asshole? (laughs) One One can only hope. Oh, that got me good. I got, I got a couple recommends. Just a couple. Um, 
So Netflix brought back Netflix, not brought back Netflix. Got Seinfeld. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm another recommends I completely forgot about, but I'll go back. Sorry, Kendall. Go no, ahead. No, you're good. Um, no, go ahead with yours. Are you sure? Seinfeld's a pretty, uh, pretty throwaway. It's a given. I think mine will start a, a long discussion. No, that's go ahead. Are you sure? Okay, thank we'll you. Sorry, back. apologize. Blanked on it because I saw Caleb earlier and we talked about it. Yes. Um, I want to recommend uh, the brand new Mike Flanagan joint, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what, is... That was going to be my other recommend. So I'm glad you said it. Let's have. Did a you watch it all? It. Watched all of it. Oh last my Monday, God. All in one go. Caleb Holy did too. I I watched it all too. All right. Well, let's let's just say that if you haven't seen um, Mike Flanagan's uh, uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Um, I won't, I'm not going to give away the farm, but we might get into some spoilers. So this part, it just came out. We shouldn't do spoilers. Yeah. Let's, that's let's unfair to everybody. Cause I don't want to yeah. watch this. It's hands down the best thing he's ever fucking done. It's my favorite Mike Flanagan thing. This is master storytelling. Yeah. He's is fucking phenomenal. And all the other hyperbole I can throw out there. It, 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 it deserves it all. This the opening moment of the show. You're you're hooked. Yeah. There's twists. There's turns. The actors are crushing it. Yes. There are moments of long dialogue and people talk. In some occasions, like a normal human would not talk, but it doesn't matter because you're in awe of the performance the this person has given you, and um, there's no negative things I could say towards this series i was just hooked from start to finish the twist was awesome the things that happened were awesome um it's near perfect in my opinion i thought it was really impressive to advertise it was because they advertised it pretty heavily and to to hold back like what the show is about for a few episodes um I was really surprised and unsuspecting uh, of where the show was going to go. Like I really thought based on, um, and again, I'm not going to give away anything, but it's, you know, mild spoilers here. Like I I thought that the show was just about, you know, some, you know, weird religious seemed like something supernatural was happening, but maybe not, you know, I have Um, the perfect like pairing of, I could say two movies right now what this is like, but if I said that, it will give shit away, and I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away either because it was a really fun experience to watch it and mm-hmm. and just be like, I, I, you know, at the end of, I guess, maybe like episode three, I just looked at my wife, and I'm like, is this what we're doing now? Like, I had no idea. Like, it was not advertised this way whatsoever. I don't know how they were able to keep it under wraps. Um but I mean, well, I will say that when you're going into it, one of the overall themes, which there are many, but one of the main overall themes is that um, how dangerous religion is. In yes, the cult mentality. Yes. Of that is throughout the entire series. The, so when you go into it, that is a factor. The cult mentality of just like using religion to justify anything (laughs) um Mm -hmm. 
and just being like, well, this and we do must, mean anything, anything uh, must be God's plan because I love God and there's got to be part of his plan. And, and you get to see like this small community and um, what that kind of mentality can do and how it can be really dangerous. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously growing up, I wasn't I didn't grow up Catholic, but the church sequences in this were just as upsetting for me to watch like it was really i was thinking of y'all when that, all that kind of shit was going on it was really difficult um to sit through in fact scarier to me than a lot of other things that happen in the show because i'm just like oh it's just like the just the just the absolute like devotion to this thing that like you know it was very traumatic for me um it, it was hard to, to sit there, but I think that is, I think that comes across so true because of the writing and because of the acting, because it is really just top notch across the board. It just, it felt very authentic. It did. It did. And the guy playing the preacher is fucking oh, man. What's killing his, it. What's this cat's name? Um, I want to know how many like priests and preachers or whatever he like just, researched and watched yeah he had to to pair up with some like catholic scholars or some shit like they deep dive into religion the catholicism hamish uh hamish linklater so good i've Uh, never seen him in anything else he was he was in the i recognized him really recently from um he was in the too yeah (laughs) yeah he was in the stand uh for apple tv or paramount plus whatever that came on he was uh he had like a just like a guest role in like maybe like two or three episodes um but he was he was like he was really good in them and like you know he was kind of doing a lot of the, the same thing that he was doing here um but then let's see i'm looking at his stuff I mean, he's been in stuff I've seen, but I guess he just didn't. Um, I guess he just didn't really like stand out to me. Um, but man, he he carries uh, he carries this show like what a such a um, mm, uh, like he's such a, he's he's central to the show, um, and it. it I don't know, man. He, you go through a, <laughs> you go through a lot with this character. Mm-hmm. Um, he is like really like disarming and like charming, but then like really like manipulative and, and terrifying. Sometimes. And, yeah, and that to me is, you know, what a lot of those those types of people are. Those religious leaders, yep. like they have those modes they switch on, and they're able to like. And that's how they get you to to feel comfortable and to trust them and stuff. And so, I mean, he's he's killing it. Uh, Kate Siegel is. Oh my just, god, she's incredible. She's incredible in everything. I I just like I just think she is so great. She and, had a bit of dialogue, um, a long bit of dialogue where she's talking about something traumatic. I'm yeah. sure you guys remember. Yes. I was just like sobbing. Like, oh my God, it just was so good. Yes. And like, even I'm not usually like moved like that. But and I was, the thing, it was so believable. And if it's what, and if it's the thing we're talking about, like, even like, even like what she is describing, 
like in that moment like i just want to be like you know i want to roll my eyes but because like her belief in this thing is so powerful and her performance in that belief i mean dude she is incredible um she and mike flanagan are a fucking uh just a power couple um if you've ever seen one like all the art they make together is just just top i had no idea they were actually married in real life and then i was like it makes sense because she's literally in everything he's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> I love it too. Cause like, um, you know, they're, they are frequent guests on the King cast, which is a podcast I recommend here often. Um, and she is, uh, she's on there as often as he is, maybe more often. And, uh, you know, she's a giant, like just Stephen King enthusiast. And she's just like read all of his stuff and she's just like really scholarly about it. And like, you know, I just, I love listening to her breakdown, like how she, how she, you know, creates a performance and like what that dynamic is like with, with, uh, with Mike. And I don't know, I just, the two of them together just are magic, I think, um, I think Zach Guilford is the guy who plays the, like, you know, pretty much the protagonist of Riley. I think he was um, just devastatingly good. So um, good. And I had only ever seen him before in um, Good Girls. Um, yeah. I'd never seen him, like, in Girls? any other role. That um, that series that I recommended a while back with Christina Hendricks, Retta, Mae Whitman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, He's got I've a, never like seen a the guy who played role. Riley in anything else before. So I like I'm, a, I'm aware. It says he was in Super, but I don't remember. He must have had like a tiny part. Hmm. Um. Yeah i I haven't seen. He said he was in one of the Purge movies. Um, but I don't remember. I mean, he's been in stuff, but he just didn't stand out to me. Um, man, he is. He has a monologue in this in this show that just like devastated me, and his like his character is so like just everything about him is so tragic. His existence is tragic, and and it's just he, uh, yeah, trauma is another reoccurring theme. Yeah, the, so which is kind of like the whole thing for like it's kind of like Flanagan's whole thing like with yeah. the haunting of Hill House and with like Dr. Sleep and with you know it, like this you know these characters who you know this like shared trauma like you know their traumas are separate but like this shared experience of trauma he seems to really tap into and how it connects people and i just think it's I, I think the Riley character is just so beautiful and I like that actor just really moved me um in his performance and I, I really uh, loved him. He and the priest have a good back and forth about oh, religion yeah. versus uh you know he, uh, Riley's an atheist and they go back and forth and it's really well thought out well written for both sides. It's just it was really good. Um, I liked the uh, I liked the guy who plays the sheriff. His name is Rahul Kohli or Kohli. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Um, holy fuck, this guy was incredible. Yeah. Um, His Jim Halpert looking ass. Yeah. Uh, he uh, man, he just that that whole relationship with his son and like with 
you know, it's just, uh, uh, I loved it. And in this town where he's an outcast, but like, oh, he has a monologue too that I just, they basically, they were like, all right, uh, we have these amazing people and we're going to find a reason for them each to have these like life spanning monologues to tell. And each one of them is just, they're going to crush it. Um, Mm -hmm. and everybody gets, everyone gets, uh, they get time. all their stories across and their time on screen and it's only seven fucking episodes oh my gosh it, it's great so i think so much is done in these the seven hours i think maybe that's what, another reason why it's so good is because it's so contained um and it's mm-hmm. just like you know no time is wasted you know they don't they don't fuck around like um you got i mean they could have netflix probably would have been like yeah let's make it 10 or 13 or whatever but like they like it's seven it fits in seven and that's all we need to tell the story i love it um you know who i really love uh small character he's in all of mike flanagan's stuff um shit uh robert longstreet he played joe collie who's the town oh, man, he was good oh, yes. he's great in everything but he is so good in this like you know he's another like he's a he's another this like tragic character in this town and like but even though like he should be despicable like that actor is lovable and he like he really is i like the way he talks i love his cadence the sound of, like his body language. like he is such a good actor and he's been in again he's been in all of mike flanagan's stuff and i, I just <laughs> I, I I love him. I think he's great, and I think um, uh, who's a uh, Samantha Sloyan, I think is her, how you pray her, pronounce her name. She played uh, Mrs. Keene, who is a terrifying Carmody ass bitch. Oh my god, she is terrifying. Um, it's probably the scariest character in this to me. Oh yeah, um, and there's. And there's more. Oh God, Henry Thomas. We talked about this earlier, Doug. But Henry mm-hmm. Thomas is always um, killing it. Gosh, and he gets kind of like you know, the haunting of Hill House. He's like front and center, and then, um, and then you know he showed up. He had like small part in the other ones, and you know he got he got a little piece in uh, Gerald's Game and Doctor Sleep. And this is like a this is a really small like supporting role, but he fucking he's crushed. in every episode though. Yeah, he is, and he crushes it. Like, and a lot of his stuff is just facial expressions and mm-hmm. and body language, and and he's so quiet and reserved, and he's just oh my god, he's so good. I mean, everybody, this this thing is this thing is so so wonderful. I loved, I loved watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, Great, highly recommend you all go check it out. Yeah, it's. Great. Three thumbs up from the nobodies. Six mm-hmm. thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Midnight Mass. Yeah. Netflix. It's it's fucking awesome. <clears throat> anyway, sorry for the interruption, Kendall. Go on. No, that was it. I had Seinfeld and Midnight Mass. Sweet. That's it. Caleb. Oh, I watched a bunch of old stuff, but I feel like Midnight Mass is a good one to to recommend for the week. All right. And that's it. Um, I do I do have some out of context show notes for us. Oh cock cock shoot. <laughs> you know that's on here. <laughs> <laughs> just... Sorry, I watched Moose Snaps. 
that got me. Uh, blurry side wolf, that got me good too. Uh, that's a booging ass dog. <laughs> I love when Doug says booging. <laughs> and cock cock shoot. It's it's overplayed at this point, but you know we gotta we gotta say it. Oh no, that was funny. That's good. Uh, well, Doug, tell the fine folks where they can reach out to us during the week. Well, before I do that, uh, I would like to wish you all a happy fourth anniversary of this podcast. Oh, yeah. This month marks four years of us doing this little dog and pony show. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. What I tell you. Um, boy. <laughs> um, no, man, it's been, it's been a good time. And we've talked about so many movies now. It's crazy. Over 200 episodes. Yeah, and most of them are good. Um, the 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 core lines are few and far between. Two hundred and some episodes, and about forty worth listening to. <laughs> it's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> no man, uh, you know this is awesome. Four years is a, that's a significant amount of time. Yeah, and thank thank you to everyone that's been here since the beginning. Yeah, I still thought... listens to us talk about dumb shit. We appreciate it. <laughs> I thought we would have quit a long time ago, Doug. <laughs> I don't know how to quit, y'all. Stephen King, <laughs> Stephen King couldn't kill this podcast, and boy, he tried. <laughs> he sure did. God damn, he tried. <laughs> Halloween Five tried to split up the band, but we wouldn't let it. Hey, I'd still be here. And Coraline technically did for a second. <laughs> We were brain dead. But we were we were too we were asleep to to figure it out. Yeah. No, four years, that's great. I mean, I feel like we're there's no shortage of movies. We can just keep on going. And we're just getting started. Yeah. <laughs> now and now the big cliche pl- bullshit. Now the big plans start. Yeah. We had a, it took us four years to figure it out. And look, and for the fourth anniversary, look, I didn't want to do this. Uh, I wanted to surprise you guys, but John Carpenter's on the show. He's been listening the whole time. Oh, all right. Never mind. His agent said he hung up after cock, cock, boom. <laughs> cock, no, it was cock, a guy boom. named John Carpenter who like manages the fucking dominoes or something. <laughs> but he's a big, but he's a big fan of the fog. Oh, it was the remake. All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> well, all y'all can go to hell. <laughs> well happy four years that's that's exciting mm-hmm. yeah i know i hadn't been here for all of those four years but you've uh, been here for more of them than not so yeah that's that's true a lesser happy four years to you but um <laughs> <laughs> put an asterisk on happy almost kendall <laughs> spent some of that in space force too you know you didn't put your time cards in correctly but we'll, we'll, we'll overlook it because it's a special day thank you brother <laughs> you're welcome girl brother <laughs> if you want to contact us it's carpenterrespot at gmail.com and, I've, I've been saying that for four fucking and years. why wouldn't you want to contact us <laughs> oh shit how much and fun we're having. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search the Carpenter Rats podcast and you'll find us. 
We're on Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and uh, Anchor and Google Podcasts and wherever the fuck you listen to it. We're there. Uh, you know, let other people know we're out here too. We've been doing it for four fucking years. There is a vast archive of uh, episodes. It's a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot. We have talked about so many movies. It's crazy. I recommend Graveyard Shift and Coraline. <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, what was the one I said? I, I said I listened to one recently. It was. It was, Maximum Overdrive, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a good one. Listen to Maximum Overdrive episode. What a, we had a fun time talking about that. If you want a recent classic, do the Roger Rabbit. That was a fun episode. That's good I, stuff. I was, I was having Go a good. Go back and listen. To, it's this the season. Go back and listen to our Halloween franchise review. Oh man, that we is break a, the whole franchise down. We're gonna have to do one for kills next. That's that was a roller coaster. <laughs> The Halloween yeah. franchise. It was like, man, it'll never get better than this. This is the worst thing we'll ever do. <laughs> hey, Paul Rudd's here. Yeah, and Paul Rudd. Um, yeah, man, check check out the Halloween episode. Those that was a good series too. I like that. Like we we already mentioned it goes to camp, but man, that one was good. We've been everywhere. Let's go check out the archives. Yeah, we've probably talked about a favorite of yours. So search, and hell, if we ain't, let us know. Please let us know. We're out yeah. there. Miss Laura has said she. I talk to her constantly. She just recommended the um, Eli Roth's uh, mm. uh, horror history must... show he has on AMC. The third oh, season man. just started. She says it's awesome so far. It's about sequels, right? I want to see the that. first episode. Was yeah. Well, thank you, Miss Laura. I forgot that that show was a thing, and I loved that show. Uh, first two seasons are on Shutter right now. If anyone wants to check it out, Eli Roth is not a great filmmaker, but he is a horror historian, and seems like a cool guy to just sit and hang out with. So mm-hmm. uh, he interviews a lot of cool people, talks a lot about a, a lot of cool movies. I can't talk. I'm about to fall asleep. So with that said, thanks for listening. Go on with the core feel. Next week, uh, Dog Soldiers. Um, Check it out. Uh, We will be breaking it down. And we will let you know uh, what our next werewolf film is. And uh, we're getting ever closer to the happiest of holidays. That's right. We're talking about Halloween. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Been four years. What a ride. And we got uh, plenty more to go. We got at least three or four episodes left. We got we at least four more <laughs> weeks left in us. Yeah, before we shut down for good. So, um, <laughs> no, uh, thank you for listening for four years. Wow. Um, we've been the nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. And I've been saying this for four years. Keep on ranting. Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify. TDR's great.